I don't know what I'm more nervous about, Jody. The fact that our daughter is, you know, foot surgery is this week or that Christmas is almost here. Or both. <laughs> Definitely foot surgery. I'm not afraid of Christmas. I'm not afraid of the foot surgery either. It's tomorrow, but she's so ready for it, Mr. Sam. Mm-hmm. She's crossing off her list and every day she's like, one more, you know, two more days, one Phoebe, more right? day. Yeah, this is Phoebe. Well, and everybody that we've, you know, talked to, they're like, you're doing this right before Christmas? Wow. Well, during the holidays yeah, when she's out of school. Yeah, it's the only time yeah, that makes sense where she doesn't mm-hmm. have to be on her foot and is not going to miss a lot of school. When she goes back to school, she will be on crutches, and that yeah. really worries me. What For what reason do you think? Uh, leaving them at home? No. Backpack. Oh. oh. You know, oh, it's yeah. like backpack, crutches, heavy doors, and I know she's got a lot of friends who help her, but it's going to be crazy. But she won't be the only kid to have ever done it either. Right. You know, I mean, so we'll see. I want her to get used to the crutches and savvy with them, if you will, while she's home. Maybe we could find her a caddy. <laughs> yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> so anyway, that's tomorrow morning. Yeah. First so, thing tomorrow? Absolutely first thing. You know, she can't eat anything past 11 p.m. tonight. Oh. For her, that's not going to be a problem, though. She doesn't. She's not a big eater anyway, mm-hmm. but she definitely didn't eat that late at night, and she'll be good for the morning. Sam always finds the new eats. He's... The food dude. Burger King in Miami. There's a Burger King in Miami that the uh, day after Christmas, if you don't like your Christmas gift, they're going to let you come trade it in for a Whopper. <laughs> now, That's brilliant. The funny thing is, it's in. there's only just one restaurant in Miami doing it, right. so obviously chances are slim that you'll be doing it, but uh, they said also the day after Christmas, if you get on and you tweet or Instagram hashtag Whopper exchange, then they'll Burger King will email you or mail you a gift certificate for, for free, free Whopper. Whopper. And they're all the uh, gifts that they are getting in exchange for Whoppers, they're turning over to charity. Nice. So, good news there. That's cool. Um, if you happen to get an Amazon Echo over the holidays... Uh, and you would like to order food on it, Pizza Hut has teamed up with Amazon now so you can order Pizza Hut pizzas. You say, Alexa, Pizza Hut. And really? Then, and with, right now, the, the menu is limited, though. It's only like five pizzas, breadsticks, and a couple of drinks. So you'll so have Amazon to, would then send the order to your, the Pizza Hut closest to you. Right. Is that right? And it'll be charged to your Amazon account, and then the pizza will show up. See, Whoa. this is the stuff you got to worry oh, about with kids out. like Parker running around. <laughs> Amazon you. Pizza now! Right. So. You don't even know about it. Well, and just make sure that you're at one-click settings. I'm, yeah. t- I'm going to find out how to do this the right way, but that's what it is. There's a, obviously a way to keep mm-hmm. it from being automatic. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Murphy did it. He got into the yard, and he went all Clark Griswold. I went yeah. outside, and he was sweating, but it sure is pretty. <laughs> Thank tell you. Tell you about it coming up. Jody's got your Hollywood Outsider next. Yeah, Mark Anthony is officially single again. Look out, J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Tell you about that next. You can use the uh, holidays as some catch-up time, some Murphy, Sam, and Jody catch-up time when you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I'm just saying anything you missed. You know what? Maybe you didn't get to hear Santa over the last month, and and that's something you want to do on Christmas Eve with the kids. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. When this news broke yesterday, I thought, how sad, even though we knew it was coming, how sad for this to be announced and finalized right before Christmas. Mark Anthony officially divorced now. The former Mr. J-Lo. Yeah, but like you well, said, we knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, but right before Christmas, I mean, I wonder if, and I'm assuming that he and Jennifer Lopez will spend some time together over the holidays because, hello, they have children, although mm-hmm. he has other children, too, from other marriages. Oh, Did really? Did you know that? No, I didn't yes, know that. he certainly does. So he ended his two-year marriage to Shannon DeLima, the Venezuelan model. Um, she does not look like Jennifer Lopez, but she's a pretty thing. They mm. were married for two years. He did marry her pretty quickly after divorcing yeah. Jennifer Lopez. So, so now I, I just, they're both free. Now they're he, both free. He's free and J-Lo's free. Like I told you, though, 
maybe later in life I could see them together because they've always been they've always been really kind to one another. And she has even said, Jennifer Lopez, he's the father of my children. He always will be, so he'll always be in my life. And they're working together right now. But I do not see her going backwards in romantic life. I see her only going forward, usually with younger men. That's what I see. So we'll see. Jody's mm. predictions for 2017. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, she's one of my favorites, so I do have kind of a yeah. an opinion at least. Right. All right, uh, coming up soon in January on Netflix. <clears throat> you guys want the big ones, the big movies? For new stuff? New, well, not new for, for Netflix. New for Netflix. It makes me think of October, but The Shining. You want to watch that? Really? In January? Yeah. Let me come in. I just don't see scaring myself for the new year. Nobody yeah. says that has to be October only. We've also got, here's a scary one, Braveheart. Many years from now, oh. would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to Some that? say Mel Gibson's finest hour. Braveheart was an awesome movie. Yes. I just can't watch it anymore. Certainly not the end. Yeah, and that's because that's where I know where it's going, so uh, I just I just don't want to invest it. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so that one's on Netflix in January. Also one for the whole family. One of the most classic family movies of all time, E.T. Introduce that one to your kids if they've never seen it before. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, Sam, we want you to come over and see the house, at least the outside. Oh, Murphy went all Clark Griswold on the front yard, and it is so pretty. I went partial Clark Griswold. Okay. Murphy was busting a sweat out in the yard for two hours yesterday. I know afternoon. you're finding that hard to believe. How in the world did I manage to bust a sweat? Working out? Um, might as you well have been. call it that. Uh, putting lights in the trees. Like, he did the lights two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago you did them? Two yeah. weeks ago, the main pretty Christmas things. But he had it in his mind. He wanted to do the trees, mm-hmm. two little trees. That's hard work, and I didn't realize it until I saw him bust. I, you were busting a sweat. Well, I should make this clear. I probably shouldn't have been busting a sweat for the little trees that they are because they're little. Tr- they're just crepe myrtles on either side. Right. Still, I mean, there are there are some people in our neighborhood who really do some incredible work in some large trees out there with poles and they string the lights. And they're so, so pretty. So, I mean, what I'm doing is just simple stuff to you know a little accent light. Yeah. Still, but, but I'd save the trees for last just because, I don't know, they're kind of thick, they're kind of prickly, it's t- tough to get lights in there, you know, they get hung up. It's not the easiest thing in the world. But it's only like two 100-string count lights. It's not like I'm putting hundreds of lights in That's the trees. That's all it is? Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. then a little light goes a long way because it looks gorgeous. And I was worried, you know, because it's so prickly that you would kind of do half of it and go, nah, no, I'm out. So well, do you like, why, you know, weave them up in there or do you wrap them around? A little bit of both. But you know, his Jody, own methods. Jody was concerned because I wasn't going all the way to the top with them, and right. I'm like, I've seen plenty of people only do the halfway up. It's right. just kind of a you know, at nighttime when you can't see the whole tree, it still looks good. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. It's about about yeah. three quarters of the way up each tree, yeah, and in a very loose you know wrap all the way around. It's not elaborate. The coolest thing though, too, well, I love the trees, and it just finishes it out. You need to pass by our house one night, okay. or come in if you. I mean, come over if you want to, Sam. <laughs> what I'm saying. Thanks. Come on and drive by. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, he took the you took the laser light thing, star shower thing. He put it in the side of the yard, and it it's like facing the kitchen window. Mm-hmm. So all around the kitchen window is that pretty those pretty lights but they also come in so if you have the lights off inside we have like a little shower of red and green in the kitchen oh that's cool it's really cool it's not going to blind anybody it's not like it points straight your eye it's really (laughs) really, pretty this year so you do think that that looks good because to me it's just kind of i don't know it's kind of just up there it's kind of like i just stuck it in the ground and it's there since we moved into that this house this is my favorite year because it's perfect really it's complete like across the yard 
but it's understated. You don't, you're not missing the candy canes I used to put I don't on like the all that little, little, no. Really? No. Sidewalk go, candy canes? Go yeah. big or go home mm. with me. No, I love what we do. In fact, okay. please document it. We love this this year. Okay, good. Clark. I'm, I feel really good about it now. You did us proud, Clark. Give us a call. 877-310-4675. It's been all about the Christmas music lately, so more of your favorite Christmas songs, which ones you look forward to every single year. 877-310-4MSJ. Jan, you're next. We love having you along. Join the show anytime at 877-310-4MSJ. Favorite Christmas movies, favorite Christmas songs, what really gets to you. Um, Jan, do you have one? Yes, I do. My favorite Christmas song is I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Yay! <laughs> I love it, Yay. too. Yeah, <laughs> it's so much fun, right? It is. It's just a, a fun song. You know, I never. Is everyone in a good mood? I uh-huh. don't remember hearing that at all when I was a kid. I don't remember. Really? It when I was, I, yeah. No, I don't remember from my childhood. I, I know it from everybody calling us every yeah. year to say how much they love it. The goofy songs when I was a kid were the Chipmunk song and that Snoopy and the Red Baron. You know, the Christmas songs, but yeah. not the right, hippopotamus. Right. See, Sam, when I was in elementary school, they did. They played that little. They hit the forty fives. They would put on this little bitty record player mm-hmm. for our Christmas plays and so forth. And so. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. All I want, I, 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 I want a hippopotamus for Christmas were the two that were they would play. Hmm. So, so much fun, yeah. Jan. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. <sighs> Don't want. How is it that there were so many of those young female voices from that time that all sounded the same? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know was it a yeah. studio trip? If you, if you slowed that down, it would sound like Brenda Lee singing Rock Around the Christmas Tree, that possibly, you know? <laughs> sound and the song, the whole sentiment of the song is made to capture a child's imagination. Yes. Yeah, it Period. sounds like all the childlike things from it's that time. It's for children. Right, right. I love those children Christmas songs. Okay. Maybe more so when you're not in the mood for a serious one, Sam. I mean, I would think you'd be down with that. Uh, I don't know. The hippopotamus one just. <laughs> oh, gets I know me. what to send you and play for you. Okay. Jan, thank you. That's sweet and happy. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, whether you want a hippopotamus for Christmas or a puppy or a cat, mm-hmm. what to consider uh, moms, dads, grandparents, Santa, before getting a family pet for Christmas? Coming up next. And I love that this is something Jody adds to a, a list of holiday reminders. Every year, because it's really important. And around major holidays, the whole thing about pets, and even mm-hmm. Santa gives those same warnings. Yeah. You really have to put some thought into it. What you need to think about before making a pet a part of your Christmas wish list for the kids or whatever, if the kids are asking, is Christmas time a good time to get a pet? And you know, I'm all for pet. I'm all for a dog adoption. I'm all for adoption right. and giving a, 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 a pet who needs a home a loving home. You will never have anything love you more than an animal you've rescued. You just have to have a home that's ready for it. Right. Well, there are three things to consider. Number one and the biggest, do you realize that it's a commitment? Yeah. Are you in? It's not just for two weeks. Are you in for 15 years? Because that's what you need to realize. Whether it happens, you know, whether this animal lives that long or not, you need to make the commitment in your heart and mind that it's a 15-year commitment. And that also means vet bills and pet food and yeah. all of that. And you know, whatever training comes in to play and all. I'm not trying to, it's just things to think about. Right. But the commitment is the number one. It's not just a, oh, this will be so much fun on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Because Christmas is also, they say, some pet advocates will say, is not a good time to bring a new pet in because there's so much going on 
That's not normal. It's not a normal calm day. Well, and there are little dangers around paper yeah. and tinsel and stuff and like relatives, that. Relatives, a lot of different feet coming in and out. But you know, your family may be different. The other thing is, is the whole family in? If there are four or five of you, is everybody on board? with this or is some one person not happy about it that's not good because it's going to cause problem in the, fa- well, in the family how are you going to know that if it's a surprise there's no way to really know, you know that dad's you not know. on board yeah and you need to know that ahead of time yeah. right yeah it's not a good idea if everybody's not all in and the third one is oh and this is anytime you get a pet whether it's in july or now there's ramp up time with a, an animal they may not behave the way they're going to behave in the first couple of weeks, there right. may be accidents. Very yeah. likely, will be accidents right out the box, especially if they're puppy. Oh yeah, if they're young, especially that there's going to be training. And the other thing is that you know we've had so many foster dogs over the years. I don't even let it worry me anymore when they don't eat for the first day or two because they're in a new environment and they're freaked out and they're not they don't care about it. Yeah, and then they get into a routine. So just know that there's ramp up time for them. Yeah, they've got to get comfortable with the family too. Right. So lots to know. Go online to find out more if you want to. We have a link for recommendations of what to do and what not to do if you're getting a pet for Christmas. MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, what role Matthew McConaughey says he will be happy to reprise, and you'd be probably happy too. Mm-hmm. That's next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Mr. Matthew McConaughey says he is in for True Detective Season 3. Oh my gosh! They'll need that because didn't uh, season two kind of bomb? It sort of did, but I disappeared. I was so hopeful for it that I watched season two and I hung in past where I didn't even understand what was going on. Season one was Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, Mm -hmm. and it was so crazy good and scary, and it kept you from episode to episode that you could. It was a limited series, like it's just like what eight or ten episodes or something like that very twisted too yeah i mean it's serious he's hunting serial killers and um but the second season was completely different detectives mm-hmm. in a different part of the country I mean, california big names too vince vaughn was in the second season rachel mcadams yeah colin firth was it colin firth? colin farrell colin farrell said it wrong um mr darcy and it was hard to follow i stuck with it i yeah. thought it was good but then after that even to talk about it is strange but Matthew McConaughey's performance in The First True Detective as Rust was so crazy good, and he loved doing it. So death created time to grow the things that it would kill. Ah, remember? Yeah. Ah. And you are reborn. Okay. You know, just built on the (laughs) weird Matthew McConaughey aura. Uh, Just that he's talking about something that you're trying to to be pulled into. Yeah. Anyway, he said he originally was, he tried out for the uh, role of Marty. He originally auditioned mm-hmm. to be the uh, the Woody Harrelson character. Right. Then he was looking at Rust in the script, and he was like, I identify with this guy. I want to do this one. So if the script were good enough for season three and they wanted to bring back him, mm-hmm. he would do it. So you know HBO's on that because everybody loved it. I want to take you to California from yesterday. Um, Alan Thicke's memorial service was at his home in California, and it was like... A Growing Pains reunion. Show me that smile again. 
Leo people. even showed up. 300 guests. <clears throat> Leonardo DiCaprio was one of them. Why? Because if you remember, Leonardo DiCaprio had a cameo. Well, he had a, a role in Growing Pains. Yeah. He was like a friend and the family brought him. He was in a couple episodes, wasn't he? Was he? In a, I think a couple. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Tracy Gold was there. Kirk Cameron, of course. Bob Saget. Even Alex Trebek. Rob Lowe was there. <laughs> and it was more like a celebration of his life and a party. Yeah. Uh, everybody stood up and told stories. And then Robin Thicke, his son, got up and said, you know, told a few jokes about his dad. And he said he also felt like it was exactly the way he would have wanted to be remembered. Alan Thicke. He didn't sing a Marvin Gaye song. <laughs> the word is he didn't sing. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 7.55, we'll get you ready for the new movie's opening this week. A couple of big ones. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, the Christmas movie Murphy and I tried to watch, and we didn't last 20 minutes. Such an exciting week. Christmas will wrap it. I can't oh. believe that, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. It's like, again, you blink. There's so much, you know, ahead of time, and then it's here, and then there's the... Oh, it's over. That's hey, coming it's perfect. Though. This year, it's uh, giving everybody a four-day weekend. It is. Or a three-and-a-half day. I like that it's on Sunday this year. You guys like that? It just feels right. Something nice about that. Yeah, especially since we have Monday off. Yes. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and I feel pretty good about things, you know? I mean, Santa's list is now you know covered. I've given him everything that you know I asked for, anyway. Um, and uh, so you have. I actually have Jody's gift. Um, and there are a few other little random gifts that I have not finished yet, but, you know. Yeah. I think I'm pacing it. Well Gonna wait till year. Saturday night, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait till the crowds die down. <laughs> yeah, tell yeah, you what, we find some good savings that way. <laughs> I tell you what, we did do last night with the girls. We finally sat down and said, "Okay, we're watching a Christmas movie this year, yeah. and we're watching a new one this year." So pick. I highly suggested my favorite all-time Christmas. We'll get to that. They wanted to try something new, so they we tried Christmas with the Cranks. Look how far you've gone. Amazing. I mean, turning our lawn into an ice rink. I mean, somebody could have broken their leg or their neck. I mean, you could have put one of those carolers in the hospital. Okay, this is Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis and Dan Aykroyd. We gave it a good solid 20 minutes before I hit the, I hit the pause button and I said, seriously, <laughs> we haven't laughed yet. Like, I don't... I don't get it. I couldn't get into it. Well, I've never tried that one. Maybe it's one of those where we need to just give it another shot at some point. We were all just kind of like... Yeah. In the first 23 minutes, it was just kind of weird. If you don't make me laugh, at least in the first 10 minutes... a couple chuckles or something. It just didn't do anything for us. So I said, please, girls, I think you will love one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time, Bill Murray in Scrooged. It's Christmas Eve. It's, It's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We... For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. And they, our girls, yeah. they were chuckling in the first three minutes. Oh, that's good. You know what I mean? Now, And it's rated PG-13. Yeah. I mean, it's got a few and things so, that's probably not really good for younger kids, but it's 1988. It's it like was a, set in 1988. Even some of the jokes and some things, because yeah. it's timely jokes yeah. that oh, yeah. don't make sense today, or you have to explain. Right. Yeah, I, I enjoyed seeing it again. It is one of my very favorites, and they, they enjoyed it. So, it's on Netflix. What happened Just to Bye saying. Bye Birdie? Oh. Well, that'll be during the holidays when we're all actually Christmas. on vacation. Yeah, gotcha. after. Gotcha. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Murphy did this gift thing for his family over the weekend. They, we already did that get-together, yeah. and he... One Christmas with it. Well, that, that wasn't the goal. It just didn't know, happen to work out. But you so yeah. did. Um, coming up next, though, Jill has a Christmas movie. She wants to get in uh, before the holiday is here. 877 310 4MSJ. 
And we're just trying to put together a fun list of Christmas movies, shows, whatever. You know, sometimes they're classics. Sometimes they're like just your own little tradition. We'd love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. I guess Jody and I officially put Scrooge in the portfolio this time. Yeah. What? Christmas with the Cranks is going to have to get another try. Uh, I don't. Before. I just don't know. But I, I've always loved Scrooge since 1988. Yeah. I told Taylor, our um, teenager, who loves the movie Groundhog Day, I said, I think he probably got Groundhog Day because of the way he, because of Scrooge. Right. It was just that fantasy holiday thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So great. Jill, do you have one? I do. Um, it's a wonderful life. Absolutely. The classic. Yep, the classic. Yeah. Probably My, the top of the one list. One of our all-time favorite. It, it's the greatest movie. I mean, it, it's very family-oriented, and it teaches you a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys watch it every year? Like, do you have a ritual with it, or... Oh, as much as we can. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a heartfelt movie and, you know, the true meaning of Christmas, the true yeah. meaning of life. And yeah. Aren't we all hopeful that they don't ever try to remake it? I have to agree. You can't remake something like that. No, that's true. Has anybody tried to remake it? I know Miracle on 34th Street was, but has anybody tried to remake It's a Wonderful Life? Not that I know of. That's yeah. why I'm saying. Yeah. I think that it's safe. I yeah. think nobody wants to touch it. Yeah, yeah, you would be dumb to even try that. I know, but then again, Hollywood does it all the time, don't yeah. they? Yeah. They I mean, try to redo stuff all the time. I mean, look, at some point, it's been like that's 75 years ago or yeah. whatever it's been, 70 years since that movie came out. Yeah. Somebody at some point will try to put a current twist guess, on it. I guess, I guess. One of the reasons we haven't watched it with the kids is because... Our kids expect Elf and Christmas Vacation. Yeah. They expect to be laughing but you also. Know, and I think at 15 and 11, they're probably old enough now to appreciate the meaning of that. They're old enough to appreciate the meaning, but they're not going to want to do it. It's I'm telling too you, slow. They're going to want Buddy the Elf. Yeah. I know it. Or Clark. I'm down with that. Anyway, thank you, Jill. You're right. 877-310-4MSJ. We love hearing from you. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Murphy did something so super special for his entire family. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just won Christmas with this. Murphy did something for his entire family this Christmas. It was very unplanned, and he just did it last minute, and it was the greatest thing. One of the greatest things you can do for your family if you have access to this. Mm. No pressure, Murph. Tell them about it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jody. Now, this is my side. When I say my side of the family, my father's father's side of the family, grandfather, you know, that part. A bunch of cousins. Yeah, and, and this is a part of the family that really hasn't gotten together as one big group in a very long time. You know, there have been divorces and other things like that things that just happen to families over time all normal unfortunately this get together was one of the best things that honestly probably has happened to me in the last 15 or 20 years because this was the core group of family that got together when i was a kid right but knowing that everybody was coming together one of the things my dad did which i recommend this for anybody in the digital age you're already taking digital pictures but if you have parents that have films or VHSs or other things you want to get transferred to digital, do it. Yeah. Don't put it off because it's so worth it's it's worth sharing. And so I just took a snapshot in time from the family, from when they were kids, when my parents were kids. Right. From the sixties to the seventies and when all of us were born this generation. And it's all silent. You want to hear it? Uh, there you go. Basically, That's what it sounds like. Everybody who was in the room Either their parents were on this film or they were on that film from their childhood. Right. And he was, a, instead of, you know, when people would shoot film years ago, you'd have long, boring. Yeah. yeah. Murphy took all that out. It's literally action to action to action. It was about 30 minutes long and it was fabulous to watch. It was like going back in time 
I was captivated. Yeah, I mean, it ended literally when I was seven years old. That's how you know what a smart, a short snapshot it was. Did you add some but, music? No, soundtrack. no, and the reason I didn't want to add music to it, I thought about that, is it would be distracting. They lived this. Yeah. They remember, you know, when they see the footage, it takes them back. I thought the music would be a distraction. Mm-hmm. The it funny needed, thing it is, it needed though, to be conversation, right? Christmas music was playing in the room for the whole party, so Christmas music played while we watched it together, which was actually perfect. It was so lovely. It was so lovely. But it was fun. You know, I mean, I just did that for them so that they could reconnect as family members who hadn't seen each other in a if long time. If you can do that fun. sort of thing for your family, put together old film. Is it film? I'm saying it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, together digitally for them, even for a small, a little snapshot. Priceless. Wow, Murphy. Priceless. You, you did win Christmas. He did. I'm, to- I'm telling you. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, Jody, you'll like this one. Lady Gaga is going to Vegas. But you're going to have gonna to. stay in Vegas? You're going to have to empty the bank account to afford a ticket. Of course. <laughs> Sam's got music news. Jody, you will be happy to know that Lady Gaga is going to Vegas. There was a boy. What is she doing this? She's doing this jazz stuff. Oh, really? Now, here's the deal. It's not a residency. She's doing this December 30th at the uh, Wynn Hotel. Okay. One concert only. It's all going to be jazz stuff. It's going to be jazz standards, plus her combo is going to play her hits in a jazz style. Okay. Oh, Oh, like... Love game Mm -hmm. and poker face. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Who knows who might join her on stage? We don't know. Of course, Um, Mr. Bennett. Tickets are a thousand bucks for the cheap seats and a fifteen hundred for the good seats. Of course. Of course. You got to get to Vegas, first of all. I'll just Uh, get it on digital download one day. Speaking of Mr. Bennett, he is on TV tonight. Have yourself a 90th birthday party? That's right. This is the one that was uh, recorded back in August or September. And it's got Billy Joel, Lady Gaga will be there, Michael Buble, Elton John, Stevie Wonder. Alec Baldwin is going to be the host. Oh. And he, really? I've already seen a clip of it. He comes out dressed like Tony Bennett with the big rubber nose on and the hair. And <laughs> he talks to him and then they talk back. And it's so classic. it should be funny on NBC We're, tonight. Nice. Thank you for that. Uh, also, there is a Tina Turner bio musical in the works now. Well, I, I mean, tell you like what, Broadway? Her biopic yes. could not have been any better yeah. back in the 90s. What's Love Got to Do With It from 93 was the biopic. <laughs> uh, they're working on a bio musical where it's going to have all her music. It's the same people yeah. that put together Mamma Mia, which was okay. kind of based on all the album music. Yeah. There was a story, but it was based on the album music. And so they're putting it, and she's involved in it too. Oh, that's good. Important. They're going to start it over in England. I have to see this. Work the kinks out there. And she says she's been pushing to do something like this for a couple of years now. She's finally got all the right people on board. Right. And so they're going ahead with it. Don't know who's going to play Tina Turner yet, but once they get everything worked out gotta over audition, there. Got to audition. Got to audition. Yeah, they'll bring it over here and we'll all get to enjoy it. It's a very stylized role. Mm-hmm. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up, your email answered in the producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, Emily? Sam, have you seen the Star Wars movie Rogue One yet? Not yet, no. Okay, huh. Stephen commented on our Facebook page of parts of it that you need to watch very closely or you're going to miss some really cool stuff. Okay. Be sure to catch Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. It's easy to do. It's something exclusive you get on our podcast when you subscribe iTunes or wherever your favorite podcast provider is. The Producer's Mailbag. Emily, what's in your bag today? We've heard from Steven, and I'm going to remind you who Steven is. He's really cool. He's a pilot. 
Okay. Oh, well, hello, Stephen. And he sent pictures, like when Sam every so often drops that he rode with the Blue Angels. Woohoo, you know. Blue. That's pretty big deal. Blue. Sam's the only you one actually, who's done that. Wait, he actually uh, did yeah. fly with the Blue yeah. Angels. I didn't ride with the Blue okay. Angels. I you've flew. Never, you've never seen that video where he, yes, almost, I did. he almost got I sick? I did. I chuckled. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Stephen sent us a picture of himself upside down flying. Inverted. A ah. plane. Okay, so Stephen's wow. really cool. I'm, Steven, assuming, I'm assuming that's a military jet, not a... Uh, 747 upside down. I don't down, know, right? but Emily, send me that picture. <laughs> well, he, it's it's in our private messages on our That's Facebook what I'm page. Okay, I'll go grab it. Okay, so Stephen says, Sam, yeah. I loved Rogue One. I haven't seen it yet. I can't believe that. You know what? I I should have actually, over the weekend, sent you a note and said, hey, did you see it yet? Wait, would, wait, wait. I would think you would be one of the first well, in the theater. the reason is sweet. I wanted to, uh, and I thought, well, you know what? The kids might, at least Sam, uh, Jackson and Parker might want to go see this. I don't know about Maddie. Yeah, and so she since, may not love Star Wars, since right? Since I've got them all next week, you know, after Christmas, we're going to go see it then. Uh, okay. Well, that is sweet. Okay. Well, Stephen says, I was very young when the original came out in 77. You said last week that it had the look and feel of episode four, and it does. Cool. Watch it closely, including the background, and you will see characters and droids from Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Being a pilot, I love the GoPro-style views views shot from onboard the X-Wing fighters. Got it, got right. it. Wow. I had impressed myself when I strapped a GoPro to Sam's head in a go-kart. <laughs> Putting it on the wing of a fighter jet probably takes it to a new level, I'm guessing. Supposedly the first movie to ever do that was Top Gun. you like, that, Steven. Supposedly. Like, it's one of the coolest flying movies. Oh. The first of its kind. Well, they didn't have GoPros in. They no. were putting $60,000 cameras up there. They yeah. were. Yeah. They were. So look for all of that, Sam. And thank oh, you, Steven. Thanks, Steven. Love it. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. The big movies that'll take on Rogue One at the box office this week. Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence doing that together. And by the way, how they bonded on set for Passengers. Next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Some big, 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 big movies come to the box office at this time of the year. And I'm not just talking about Rogue One, a Star Wars story. They try to sneak him in before the end of the year for I know. Oscar contention. And I guess that December, when so many people are off and holiday, you go to the movies with your family. Yeah, well, I think it's like this week. You, you know you know how usually Friday is the opening night? Well, this yeah. week it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So tomorrow, a couple of big ones for the whole family. Big names here, too. Chris Pratt... And Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, who gets top billing in a sci-fi adventure called Passengers? Wow. You clean up pretty good yourself. You two look fine this evening. We're on a date. Very nice. Took you long enough to ask. So, why did you give up your life on Earth? So a spacecraft traveling to a distant colony planet, they're transporting thousands of people, has this malfunction in its sleep chambers. And a lot of these people are in their sleep chambers. As a result, two of its passengers, you get it, Mm -hmm. are awakened 90 years early. Oh my the only two and everybody else is still asleep. Yeah, and it looks really beautiful and, you know, action-packed. And apparently these two really bonded on the set and became fast friends. They became friends because they both love the movie Dumb and Dumber and can quote <laughs> it. Um, she admitted to Chris Pratt that she's never seen Guardians of the Galaxy all the way through, and that was a problem. They also apparently have a pretty intense love scene mm-hmm. and that it was very difficult for them because he's married. Yeah. 
She knows his wife, Anna Ferris. That's called Passengers, rated PG-13, opening tomorrow. Also, an animated comedy for the whole family and big voices, big names here that you've heard. Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, to name a few. It's called Sing. My theater's been going through some pretty rough times lately. So, what do I do? Quit? No. My next show is going to be, drumroll please... A singing competition. Matthew McConaughey's trying to save his club. He's got this theater. I'm sorry, this theater. And he decides to produce the world's greatest singing competition. These are all animals, too, These are all animals. Reese Witherspoon, Scarlett Johansson, and you know she Mm, can sing. Seth MacFarlane, some of the names you'll know there. Uh, Animated comedy for the whole family. That one's rated PG. So that's out tomorrow in the theaters for families. Oh, can I sneak one in, too, about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yes, please. Uh, We got all the inductees today. They're going to, the hall is going to announce who the five fans are that are going in Uh, number one vote getter for the fan vote so far and they get an extra vote in the in the finals is journey yes not a surprise i guess yes it's about time for that one all right coming up in your next hollywood outsider this morning around 8 30 speaking of matthew mcconaughey the role he will reprise if hpo will have him up to date with jody's hollywood outsider we're gonna help you make breakfast for a crowd if you have company coming for christmas on the way Okay, Sam, who likes, raise your hand if you like peppermint mocha. Me. I know you do, Sam. I just discovered it. Really? Yeah, just this year, didn't you, Sam? What I never understood about peppermint mocha is, though, how much of the syrupy sugar sweetness it actually has in it. Yeah. Uh There can be too much of it, so I have to be in the type 1 diabetic thing, you know, watch that. But I love the flavoring. Yeah. It's one, the happiest. It's one of the happiest, to me, flavors the of the first season. time I ever had one, I thought it was so good, and I drank it too fast, I got a headache. <laughs> I know it was too much. It was the sugar. Yeah. It was oh, the those sugar. so good, though. Okay, so look, I found a make-it-at-home a peppermint mocha recipe for a crowd. Right. Well, six cups of coffee. You know, so you could make That's a enough little, for me. <laughs> yeah. You could make a batch of peppermint mochas. You want to mm-hmm. know about it? Six cup of six cups of freshly brewed coffee. You could double this and make the whole pot if you want to. Semi sweet baking chips, okay. milk, peppermint extract, some candy, and and whipped cream for the top. If you really really want to go there, you pour all the coffee in a big saucepan and you start you know adding the chocolate pieces and you mix it up. So you're melting so melt, yeah. you're melting chocolate into coffee. Then you add milk. Then you and it looks perfect. You you may add as much milk or as little as you like. Get it the color you want it. Wow. Okay. And then you add your peppermint extra extract, and we're talking about a teaspoon. Don't go overboard with it, or you get the headache. You know. And then you can serve it up, and you sweeten it if you want to. Mm-hmm. You know, however much you want to, or with whatever you want to sweeten it with. And you can put it on ice. You, if you can want. do it on ice or hot. I mean, I like iced drinks, but some people are like purist about a peppermint mocha needs to be hot. Then you can, if you really want to party it up. Whipped cream and then crushed peppermints. Mm. Pretty. That is fun. And a candy cane. You could. Well, the peppermint extract, it, it's not naturally sweet. So maybe that's a good alternative if you don't want to use like the pump. Because you could always go the and fast the route. Pump. Do the pump. Do it yeah. right by the coffee pot and be done with it. <laughs> You're right, diabetic. You're right. <laughs> go online to get this recipe. And um, breakfast casseroles. If you have company coming, which we do, if you want to make something easy for everybody, go get those all at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next with Murphy. Sam and Jody. Well, we have a little early Christmas thing that has never been done before. Certainly don't want this to be a tradition. Our um, youngest yeah. daughter, Phoebe, is going to have surgery tomorrow. Yeah, so oh. we're going to let her have whatever she wants to eat at like 10 o'clock tonight. You know, nothing after 11. Right. Tell you about that coming up. Sam, since we start our vacation tomorrow, <clears throat> when you first get up in the morning, I don't know how late you're going to sleep, but send up a little prayer for my our Phoebe. Um, she's having her surgery in the morning on her foot. 
On a verticular manicure. It's nice. a navicular accessory. accessory. Oh, it's an accessory navicular bone. Oh, I had it backwards. Yeah. We all have a navicular bone. She has one and an accessory, which needs to come out. What's mm-hmm. funny is every time I try to explain that to somebody, I no. feel like I begin to glaze over and yeah. everybody else does too. It's just like, okay, it's surgery. It's a simple little Foot thing surgery, that's causing yeah. her pain. If it comes out, her pain will stop. She can be a cheerleader again. Right now, she can't jump, run, even stand on her tiptoes without great pain. Right. By the way, you, so. have, you have influenced her, Sam, just so that you oh, know. Yeah. How? With the uh, surgery? I'll let Jody tell you. What do you mean? You know how Sam has influenced her because she wants to keep the oh, bone. Oh yeah, she yeah. wants. She's going to beg the doctor if she can keep the bone. She specifically said, "Well, you know, Mr. Sam kept his tonsils." I'm like, "Okay, there we go, nice. Mr. Sam." Set Mr. His example Sam's for not the guide again. for anything here. No more talking to Mr. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to ask him. I really hope he says yes because that'll mean something to her. Yeah. So I hope he says yes. But I mean, she's ready for this to be over with, but. I'm I'm nervous. I'm a little nervous. You oh, know, the first couple anesthesia, of days, anesthesia. Two, that yeah, absolutely. And then the you know the two weeks in the cast. I mean, the first couple of days, I'm just worried about how it's going to hurt. That's yeah. I wonder how she's going to behave also on whatever pain medicine they give her because they're going to give her something, you know. And this would be her first. Well, I think what they're going to try to do is minimize that with what they. Well, I'm going to sound like Mr. Medical here. Uh, here we go. I'm glazing over already. No, but they're doing. They're going to do a pain block, so that way she doesn't have to be on some on systemic medications as much. You yeah. see what I'm saying? What's a pain block? I had one and, and, when I had foot surgery, right? Yeah, it's it's the, it's an injection, basically, that deadens the area for a long time. It doesn't uh, last forever, but it, it keeps you from having to immediately go on to all the oral meds and the gotcha. narcotics The night stuff. of my foot surgery, when I once I finally woke up, because you brought me home and I laid down and went to bed, the night I woke up and realized I want to go and see what everybody's doing. I hopped up on that scooter and I scooted into the living room, remember that? And immediately I was like, whoa, I'm sick. Yeah. I almost fell off. Yeah, you of shouldn't it. have done that. And she's a kid, so we're gonna have to explain to her when you when you wake up, call us. Don't jump up. Right. Yeah, we don't want you slamming in the walls the way mommy did. <laughs> ah, very funny. Send up a prayer, you hear? Eight seven seven three one oh four MSJ. We love having you along. Chris, uh, your favorite Christmas song up next. Always love to hear from you. Eight seven seven three one oh four MSJ. You can call, you can text. Uh, you can even leave a voicemail anytime, 24 hours a day. That's right. Chris, how are you? Pretty good. I wanted to put in a book for one of the Christmas songs. Okay, All go right. ahead. The uh, Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey. Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey. What? Yes. It's very funny. Hmm. Okay, where did you hear, where did you even hear it? Uh, my wife found it. Okay. <laughs> and every time we... Got it loaded on our phone, and every time we get the whole family in the car, we play it, and everybody sings. Really? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. There are tons of Christmas songs that we don't know about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who sings it? Do you know? That I do not know. Okay. Dominic. Dominic. <laughs> okay. We'll try to find it and give it a shot. All right. Well, look, it's an thank awesome you. Song. We'll have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to y'all. Thank you, Chris. All right. I just Googled it. Here's okay. It's Dominic. Santa's got a little friend. His name is Dominic. The cutest little donkey. You'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Yes. Hey, jing it jing It's Dominic the donkey. Wait. Christmas donkey. La, 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 la. La 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 la
Wow. I know you like the hee haw. It, <laughs> it came out in the 60s, apparently, oh, Sam. Oh, man. I never heard of it before. So the Chris. reindeer can't climb the mountains in Italy, so that's so why you he have has a donkey. Dominic. Yeah, Dominic the donkey. It is a Christmas song. Hmm. By Lou, Lou Monty. Thank you, Chris. That <laughs> Never heard of it. That's too, for, thank you for introducing us to it. Too fabulous. 877-310-4MSJ. We love to have you along. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Matthew McConaughey says he'll come back for True Detective Season 3 if they'll have him. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Matthew McConaughey says if HBO can get a good script together for True Detective Season 3, he'd do it. He'd come back as the character Rust wow. from the first season that he did, which was award-winning, with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, needs to rescue that series because since the, the second, second season, one, we haven't heard anything about it. I thought Vince Vaughn was really good and I liked him as a bad dude, but no, it didn't resonate with audiences that second season and most audiences did not follow it. Mm-hmm. But Matthew McConaughey enjoyed playing that character so much <laughs> and they could bring it back and these two could be together again hunting down killers well if you can follow this you can follow anything so death created time (laughs) to grow the things that it would kill okay and you are reborn okay okay. maddie you got it i like that news though matthew mcconaughey says he would come back for season three of true detective if hbo will do it up to date with jody's hollywood outsider